What's cracking, everybody, and welcome to episode 158 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Arnell Pearson, alongside the five slash man, Devin Stanford. What's happening, baby? Hello. <laughs> what the fuck did I just do? What the fuck did you just do? What was that? Hello. Why, what the fuck was that? What is oh, that? What is that? What is that? What is that? What the fuck was what that? What is going on? They, they, they're having ER emotes <laughs> bounce around on their cameras. What the fuck? How There's like a little emo thing you can click on the oh. like in the pop out chat now. What oh, the there fuck? Is. There what is. the fuck? What? <laughs> this is what? amazing what hold a great on, discovery try. what the fuck i want to try that hold on hold on it's in the, it's in the chat might be a little <laughs> oh. misclick oh god oh no oh no okay well here i'll do <laughs> come lit no it didn't do anything <laughs> that's my luck <laughs> oh it didn't come lit come lit i got come lit where's shido at i need shido yeah, yeah, get shit out in there. We also have the Invisible Man himself, Garrick Bartholomew Eaton. What's happening, baby? Uh, you know, just big chilling, big chilling. I was just uh playing some deep deep rock today, and then uh we did the meeting stuff, and I wasn't planning on being here. Here I am. Here I am. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> here here I is am here. He's some, a... <laughs> I'm talking some horror movie stuff with you fucking nerds. Hey, today. let's fucking go, dude. Whoa! You're, you're not invisible today, but six days out of the week you are. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. <laughs> 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 we also have the man, the myth, the legend. Don't feed him after midnight, ladies and gentlemen. We have DJ <laughs> Gizmo! <laughs> Okay, okay, you guys are fucking DJ Gizmo. He said, "Don't feed him after midnight." <laughs> oh, what's up, the DJ? Fuck you, you guys, guys. Well, I got a fucking. Why am I included in this? Why am I included? There? No you voted Gizmo it. on him. You voted for Gizmo. <laughs> so did you? I know I did. I oh, voted I it. <laughs> anyway, DJ, listen. I'm doing you... good. I'm I'm being chilling. Beachling, beachling, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got, I finished most of my assignments that I had to do for this week. And okay, now, okay. I get to relax just a little bit. I like it, dude. Dude, DJ, you being Gizmo, you being picked as Gizmo is like one of the best second things to happen on GK. I have so it, long. I have it as, uh, I have it as one of my photos on my Hinge profile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, I love that. Good, good for you, just owning it. You know what I mean? No one, no one's commented on it just yet, but I'm waiting. I'm waiting for someone. See, the, the secret like, is. The prompt on it, the prompt is like, guess the backstory to this photo. <laughs> the the guesses or the 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 trick is to put as your main profile picture, and then in your bio mm, you right. just say, "Oh, I do eat after midnight." <laughs> oh my god! I wish. I might change it. I might switch it around. I might switch it around. <laughs> That's what Jesus I like. To hear. That's what I definitely like to hear, boys. Because I also <laughs> like to switch some other things around, you guys. Because today we're talking Wahoo! Final Fantasy's Limit Wahoo! Break. The best more movie horror movies. More movies is what I said. The best horror movies ever and much, much more. Because this is the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you Want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. If you're on this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show. You can soon get exclusive show content and have early access to episodes before they are live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't. But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv slash show. Just like Adriana Barbero is. Just like DJ Symphix is. Oh, hey, look at you, DJ. And just like is Nickable is. If you have Amazon Prime. Yes, have Twitch Prime, and we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening and or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching "Good Kraken" with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review, DJ. A review. What is we that? have? And then. Some captain's orders, my friend. Guys, everyone, Ghost Kraken, a.k.a. Cracktoberfest 2022, is here. We are doing it. We're doing the motherfucking thing. For anyone that's new coming to us for the rest of this month of wonderful, God-given October, we are celebrating good old Halloween by doing Cracktoberfest for you guys. Where We're going to be covering all tons of horror content for you guys. We have horror gameplay. We have horror subjects. We have horror conversations. We are horrors. That is what's going on for all of the month of October for you guys at home uh speaking of which though you can go watch our gameplay from last night of us me Devin, and xander playing the forest as a vod right here on twitch.tv slash good show uh that was a fucking good time yeah i want to play that game again like we had a surprisingly good time playing that game uh the xander was was a mess uh <laughs> building a bonfire and then breaking it down and then okay, i okay. did it and these fuckers blame me as if i was the one that broke it down three fucking times you know what i'm saying well you 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 just did exactly what xander did earlier it's like you thought you would have learned or something okay well sometimes this shit happens you know what I mean? sometimes this shit yeah. happens god damn it god damn it devin yeah. you tell the people at home what we got going on for them next mm. you need to protect your head <laughs> so we got you the helm <laughs> that was that was good that was good <laughs> i, I kind of like that then can you hit them with our first story today man? absolutely absolutely the super mario bros movie trailer has come out and Chris Pratt's Mario voice has finally been revealed. This is coming from Joe Scrubbles and Logan Plant over at IGN. Revealed in a Nintendo Direct and the New York Comic-Con panel, the trailer begins with a look at a floating Bowser Island making its way to a Penguin Kingdom before Kamek introduces Jack Black's Bowser. The penguins attempt to fight by throwing snowballs at the Koopas and Bowser before the King Koopa destroys the gate to the city to find one of the franchise's iconic superstars. We then cut to Mario, who gets shot out of a warp pipe into the Mushroom Kingdom, where he's greeted by Keegan-Michael Key's Toad. Pratt's Mario doesn't say much besides, what is this place? And Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. But those two lines do mark our first time hearing Pratt's take on Mario. The trailer ends with a quick shot of Luigi getting chased by a group of dry bones. It's the first time we've heard the uh, updated voice Chris Pratt adopted for the movie. The voice has been source of much conversation since the movie was announced, with producer Chris Melendondry saying that criticism will evaporate when people hear it. Although he did convey that by saying maybe not entirely. People love to voice opinions as they should, end quote. 
Originally announced back in 2018, Super Mario the Movie is being produced by Nintendo and Illumination. The film would resurface again during September 2021 Nintendo Direct, where Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto announced the film's cast. So we talked about this briefly on Shipwreck Show this past Thursday, and uh, this is our chance to kind of dive into this. Okay, so Devin, what were your thoughts <laughs> on this Mario trailer? Um, I thought the animation looked fantastic. I'll start off by saying that, like, it looks exactly how Mario should look right in that world. Right. right. Sure. Yeah, it just does. Jack Black sounds fucking awesome as Bowser. You know, I like the little humor that they put in the beginning. So we already get a kind of a taste of what the, uh, you know, um, the theme of the movie is going to be, you know, uh, you know, now that you have faced your fury, do you still want to attempt? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Um, really, my, my only thing is really just Pratt. Mm, mm. He's and starting to get up there with Ma Mark Wahlberg for me, man. And I think I think that is a pretty common consensus between all yeah. of us, you know, I'm sure. Uh, mm -hmm. Garrick, go ahead and speak on it, King. What are your thoughts? Uh, look, I went on a pretty detailed rant about how I felt on this fucking movie on the Shipwreck show. I'm not sold. Uh, I will agree with Devin that, like, this is Illumination and it is beautifully animated, and I think that's really going to be standout. Um, <clears throat> but uh, one of my friends was saying that they basically saw a bunch of jokes online saying uh, that it sounds like they, like, drew Chris Pratt into this movie, like, at gunpoint, and it sounds like Jack Black's Bowser was the one holding the gun. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. pretty fucking yeah. accurate honestly like and like i honestly accurate. like i feel like that really feels like sums up how i feel i like i i also like appreciated like the like the sense of humor that they brought to it um but it it, it honestly felt like everybody else that they showed in the trailer was actually trying to voice the character in some respect and then chris pratt uh just you know Lacroix italian accent yeah. I just I just I'm shocked that he had the fucking cockacity to put out a tweet that said you this is this has been a really long time. I've been practicing this Mario voice and you guys are going to have some some different feelings when you finally he, hear the, it. He hyped like, that he, shit up. He really, really said like this is going to be the, the most different thing you've ever heard and then just did his voice. <laughs> like, are and you then really have the audacity to just talk. Yeah, Devin, go ahead. <laughs> we'll say we briefly heard Luigi for a little bit and Charlie Day sounds how Luigi should sound. He does. He does, man. Yes. I can't. I, yeah. a, yes. a part of me kind of wishes they still got uh, got John Leguizamo to do it, though. <laughs> Just my own selfish desires. You know what I mean? DJ, how are you feeling about this? Did this trailer do anything for you or you may be stuck for this movie uh, now? I mean, I, I feel like, you know, uh, a broken record because I'm just going to repeat what you know, Garrick and Devin said, you know, animation looks great. It looks incredible. It's just Chris Pratt, man. I was talking to my friend about this. We're debating this or not debating, but we're, we're saying like, there's only two voices to Mario. This is the high pitched one. Mm -hmm. Woohoo! You know, and then, and then there's the deep Italian voice from that. He's like, hey, Luigi, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> we gotta save the Princess Beach. And that's it. 
And he didn't do and either. Chris of them, Pratt yeah. didn't either. So Dude, he and, literally middle laned that shit so he did hard. perfectly. And it, it does not work. You have to you you have to be on one side because like I wouldn't be mad if he even went for the deep voice. That would have been funny at least. I could have laughed at that. Yeah, but, it's it's it's. You know. God, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you have to lean into like the ludicrous, like the ludicrosity of it all. Yeah, Devin, go ahead. Yeah. Can can we get petition to replace Chris Pratt with Brad Pitt or Riva Dietschy? Yikes! Still be better. <laughs> Fucking still yikes, be better. man. Um, I don't. I don't know. Did, did you guys hear about what's going I on with Brad Pitt scalps. right now? Did you guys did you guys hear about what's going on with Brad Pitt no. right now? Uh-oh. Um, Brad Pitt. Angel, Angelina Jolie is uh is suing him because he apparently uh did hit her and her kids. So apparently what? I'm no longer a Brad Pitt fan, is what I'm saying. <laughs> God no damn, more, man. What? No more Dude, I heard Angelina. she's like pretty out of pocket though. Like I heard she's a little crazy. She I mean, sure. To- totally fair. Totally I fair. I mean, like, has, uh, like, has been known, has been known to like fabricate stories about significant others in the past. Hey, I mean, who who fucking knows, man? It's 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 a wild world we live out like, here. Damn, that's uh, rough. I feel like it is rough. Every fucking celebrity's got something in their goddamn it's, closet. It's wild. Days. The fall of the white man. Look, listen here. Listen here. Listen white here. Man in Hollywood. Everybody's got down. something in their closet. That's the thing. Oh, Jack Black. Jack Black's perfect. <laughs> Jack Black mm, Keanu Reeves probably doesn't name. have anything okay. in his closet either. I mean, the, 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 most, the most I can see Jack Black ever getting is, like, athlete's foot. <laughs> Jack, Jack Black <laughs> has black in his name. He's protected. He's melanated by his name. Hey, oh, let's go. <laughs> He's melanated by his name. I love that so much, too. <laughs> Anxious in chat says, damn, that's one hell of a shitstorm, those two. Yeah, no, it for sure is. But yeah. also says, Charlie Day doesn't fuck around. <clears throat> I mean, the other voices that we heard in this trailer actually fucking slay the entire time. Yeah. Like, like everything I, else looks great. I believed Toad. I believed Toad yeah. 100%. Like, I Keegan Michael Key. Perfect. Yeah, I didn't. Honestly, I was like anticipating trying to like hear like what Jack Black was going to sound like as Bowser. Perfect. I'm fine. I'm fine for his voice as Bowser. I think I think I, I at first I was like, that. are we sure that's Jack Black? Because <laughs> like, he's doing something that's actually super fucking different uh, than his usual bullshit. Right. Like I mm-hmm. like to be on there. just like make a bunch of weird fucking noises and shit. But no, like he actually did like a, what I felt was like a pretty decent Bowser voice. And he's been having the time of his he fucking did. life promoting his video. I don't know if you guys saw um, at New York Comic Con. It, people obviously cheered him on or whatever, but then he like pulled down this like like cover from like a chair, threw it down. It was like a king throne, and he was like, "Are you guys ready for Q and A?" He was like, "Fuck yeah, we got Jack Black!" Like, dude, he has the best time of his fucking life you, at all times. Like, <laughs> should we should we replace uh, um, Chris Pratt uh, with <laughs> with Giancarlo? <laughs> Hey! <laughs> he, speak, he speaks. Super he speaks in his deep serious. voice. He speaks in a, a, Italian the whole time. Like everyone else speaks English, he speaks only he in speaks Italian. Only exclusively in Italian. Yeah, that's it. Like even Luigi, like perfect English, but Mario only. In yeah, Italian. only it's Mario. Like, yeah. In Giancarlo's deep voice, like deep, <laughs> villainous voice. What do we? Let's we just got? have a Mario film made by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> 
it's the departed but it's in mario's universe <laughs> it's robert de niro as mario <laughs> <laughs> i fucking love that i say the departed that's the wrong director but you get my point though it's, just, yeah, it's yeah. like a cop drama but like <laughs> i fucking love it dude uh dj do you want to take our second story for us my man I got you, Ernelius, because <laughs> no, Ernelius. <laughs> I'll take it. Ernelius. Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen is under attack by hackers. Square Enix says this comes from Levi Winslow from Kotaku. Hackers never let folks catch a break, and massively multiplayer online role playing games are always a target for heinous acts of data collecting. The latest victim, Square Enix's super popular Final Fantasy fourteen which the company announced yesterday is currently experiencing an attack by a third party trying to get into its account management system. The solution? The company is advising people to go to the, into their profiles and change their passwords. Square Enix took the game's official website to deliver the news. Uh, in the blog post, the company said that this third party entity is using a combination of email addresses and passwords that appear to have been obtained from other online services of other companies. It's pried its way into Square Enix's account management system. It doesn't seem as if any information has been leaked yet. However, Square Enix said, alongside investigating the effects of the attack by restricting access to accounts that we believe may have been compromised by unauthorized users. You should really consider changing your account password. The company is so adamant about this, in fact, that it's sending out emails to potentially at-risk users, so you might want to check your inbox. Using the same email address and password combinations for your Square Enix account as you do for other online services increases the possibility of a third party gaining unauthorized access to your Square Enix account, the company said, encouraging players to go change their passwords now. Furthermore, even if your email address addresses and password combination is not identical to those used for other services, there is still a high risk of your account being compromised if your password contains easily discernible patterns of sequence or sequences of characters such as your date of birth. Uh, yeah. Um, that whole last part was just like, you know, internet one Oh one. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, for, <laughs> just, for, for sure. Um, this, yeah, I, the, the PR has to, <clears throat> I, I, I dread for that PR team because their PR is like, we have to explain how to use inter the internet for you folk. To not use a password that's like, I don't know, it just says weak <laughs> when you try to type it in. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, and most websites do that now, right? I think yeah. I think us us covering this uh, is more so just a warning because we do have people in our community that do yeah, play we Final do. Fantasy XIV. Um, yeah. yeah, go change your fucking passwords. Uh, <laughs> uh, make sure that you're solid if your password's not complex enough. Uh, it's unfortunate because we live in a world in which a lot of things that we love and enjoy are pretty consistently getting fucking hacked all the time now uh like we we just saw yes. that recently with uh with some other <laughs> companies unfortunately um These motherfuckers <clears throat> want to sell our data it's what happened well you know <laughs> I mean, that's active was <clears throat> uh, ah! yeah i know <laughs> they get hacked once a fucking year well, like I, they, <laughs> they're, they're they're selling they're selling data was more so uh, less less getting hacked and more them uh, refusing to allow people to play their game unless they have you know a regular phone line because they want to sell your fucking data. But uh, that's, that's, just, that's, that's a whole true. other ball game. True. Either way, yeah, we just want to give the warning to everybody that does play Final Fantasy fourteen. Make sure your shit is protected if you have any sort of game that uh, has you that is account based. Make sure that you 
pick good passwords and not just say password. Uh, <laughs> make sure you take care of your mm -hmm. shit because this is bonkers. I now, got it. Password one. Oh yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. One, one. <laughs> password six nine. Uh, so guys, it's foolproof. They will never guess this. Garrick, and what what do you think that we like? Do you think hacking's ever going to end, or do you think this is just going? Is, in the world that we live in, is this a per no, perpetuity? As things become more and more digital, I feel like this is just going to become increasingly commonplace until because there there really hasn't been like a massive jump and like the industry of cybersecurity, it's been pretty slow steady progress but like the thing is is like ever it's like ever people that are sitting in their basements for hundreds of hours a year like dedicating time to like being able to like get around firewalls and create malware and shit like they're going to be way more experienced and way more willing to try out new crazy shit to get around basic stuff that everybody uses on the day-to-day -day. uh and until like regular like cybersecurity protocols are in place and we have like shit like net neutrality back like it'll never go away cyberpunk is getting closer and closer to reality <laughs> yeah man no and, and like that's kind of the crux of it right because net neutrality also is like such a double-edged sword like we we have it in you know new zealand and australia and like there's pretty wild shit that comes with net neutrality that basically makes it like people don't have a lot of freedom on the internet. Uh, but that's kind of the only way you we can ever high. really do anything about hackers. So it's, it's fucking unfortunate, man. Yeah. It's it, it, like it either. Yep. Yeah, it's it, so it just swings one way or the other, but like, it's, so it's either like, do you have man, these, same. like, do these, do these digital rights exist enough that are like, they're they're Yeah. I get you. I get you. Uh, that like, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. sorry, it took me a minute. That's good. Uh, but, it's like one of those things where like, are these digital rights worth protecting enough from other people that we try to put new things in place to stop this from happening as frequently as it has been in like recent years? Or like, does it go the other direction? And we just put like an overall limitation on people's like digital like rights online and to like, to like tighten down on things like this happening. Like, I don't know. I like it, both have both have pros and cons. And I think they all they kind of suck either way. Yeah, for sure. Devin, have you been... No, I don't think this is going to go away because I don't think there's there's not going to be a common ground solution for any group of people. Okay, Devin, have you been hacked before? Mm, like gaming wise, gaming wise. No, no. Okay, right. bless your heart. Yeah, me either. Thank God. So you got you got a complex password. Oh fuck! Yeah. Oh God! Oh, it's in my eye. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like 18. Oh, my coffee like, backsplashed on me. That's the worst. It's not the only thing that backsplashed on you. Sure ain't, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, no, but, but yeah, I, get I, I, I use a pretty long password and it's a mix of uppercase, lowercase numbers and symbols. So <laughs> Dino Dick hashtag six, nine, one, two, one, four. Hashtag two, four, four, 20 20. blaze it. Oh. Oh, Six nine, <laughs> let's skate for twenty. Stay lit, fam. <laughs> Speaking of staying lit, though, people, we have Need for Speed Unbound leaves <laughs> last, last gen consoles. <laughs> hold on, no, right. hold days. on, hold on. <laughs> what do you yeah, sound like, mute. Damn, bro? The mute button was right there. You didn't even know attempt was what even you, made. What do you sneeze like a small hand grenade? <laughs> Dude, it, it it's an explosion every every time. 
Oh dude, my god. Dude, oh imagine my god. what's gonna happen to this poor fucking dude. Like if he ever becomes a father, like his sneeze are gonna become like a sentence. I have a dad sneeze. Uh, I'm meant yeah, to have yeah. children. I feel like it'll like get worse. Uh, Cyril no, says it, it definitely DJ. will get worse. Cyril says blessing. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. There you go. Hey, usually that's that's the first time it's happened like only once because usually it comes in like I've like heard it. I've heard your five sneezes in a row before. It's fucking yes. wild, man. That's wild. Yeah. You're gonna throw your back out. Watch. Like and I can't sneeze normally. <laughs> like I have to. It has to come from right here. And go ah, like like I have to like charge up the sneeze to yeah. throw it the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have a question. <laughs> I have a question. What? No. Uh, have you guys ever sneezed so hard that you farted? I've sneezed yes. so hard I almost oh, yeah. shit myself. What are you, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, <laughs> I see so hard it's I almost came. Happened, it was like comical. It's like it was like achoo. What? <laughs> I've sneezed so hard I racked up twenty thousand dollars in debt. Need for Speed Unbound leaves last gen consoles behind. Emphasizes style, emphasizes excuse me style and speed. It's because when Owen S good and Michael McWhorter over at Polygon, Electronic Arts next Need for Speed game, Need for Speed Unbound, takes street racing fans to a new open world city called Lake Shore and features a heavily stylized look. Need for Speed Unbound will be available for PlayStation Five, Windows PC, and Xbox. Xbox Series X when it launches December 2nd, publisher announced on Thursday. The game promises 4K 60 FPS racing, and players will be able to race offline in a single-player campaign or online with cross-platform multiplayer as they race, collect, upgrade, and customize streetcars at EA boasts are, quote, the most realistic-looking cars in franchises history, end quote. Oh, fuck, that makes me so hype. According to a news release from EA, Need for Speed Unbound will layer on graffiti-inspired visual and sound effects as players race through Lake Shore. Given that this is illegal street racing, players will build up heat and will need to outsmart Lake Shore's police force, earning, quote, big rewards or even bigger consequences for bi getting busted, end quote. EA promises hundreds of cosmetic items, including, quote, exclusive licensed gear from some of the world's pioneering fashion innovators and custom automated gear companies. End quote. Need for Speed Unbound features music and creative input for rapper ASAP Rocky and his AWGE creative agency. ASAP Rocky appears in in-game as the leader of a oh. faction called the Takeover Scene, which is home to re replayable quote-unquote precision driving mode that emphasizes style over speed and a mechanic wherein players try to claim areas of Lakeshore for themselves. Need for Speed Unbound is for current-gen console platforms and PC only and carries a next-gen price tag. The racing game Cost $69.99 for its standard offering and a deluxe place palace edition, excuse me, named for its association with palace skateboards, includes exclusive content for custom cars, a clothing pack, driving effect, decals, and license plate, character pose, and banner art for $79.99. Boys, goddamn need for speed's fucking back, man. I've been waiting is for this them. The to... most wanted you've been waiting for. It, this this is... like it's most wanted this and underground awesome. smashed together, and that's exactly yes. what the fuck I've been needing from Need for speed for so goddamn long Devin, does this fucking do it for you dude i played the shit out of underground and midnight club so mm. this is this is right up underground my alley was, this is mm, right the shit underground was my fucking shit yeah. dude my favorite need for dude, speed game when you boot it up boom doom doom 
Riders on the Storm. Oh my god, that yeah. fucking song gets oh, stuck yeah. in my head for fucking days, dude. I'm telling you. That's dude, fair. I haven't been in it to win it for a Need for Speed game in so fucking long because I've been waiting for them to come back to Underground. There's been so many you releases I mean? too. Oh, I Just know, man. I mid. know. I've played, I've played a good a chunk sea of, of mid. I, tr- I tried Need mid. for Speed Carbon, I think it was. And Carbon was whack. Uh, dude, yeah. Payback was pretty tight, but that's only because you got to basically live out in uh, fucking Fast and Furious fantasy. Like, the the, the Criterion yeah, Force Wanted was the last down. one that I really enjoyed. Which one, which one, DJ? Like, uh, was it the the Criterion Hot Pursuit? Whatever the fuck is these a Hot, hot Pursuit? Hot or, Pursuit, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh pursuit, yeah, like the reboot they did. Yes. Yeah, yeah dude. That's, yeah, that, that one was, was my my last favorite one. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I'm so fucking hype on this game, man. And like, Ace of Rocky makes the some style. Good music. The style is so fucking good. Did you guys all get to like to check mm-hmm. out like the little teaser trailer they dropped yeah, for it? Yeah, I have dude, not. Let me it look looks at it. Good, the graffiti, man. Like their graffiti outlines and stuff gave it like this really good <laughs> sense of flair. I'm really quite excited to pick this one up. Yeah, it's dude. Come around. It, it's gonna like come around the corner and drop quick too. Yeah, December 2nd, man. That was a super fucking short-term announcement. Yeah, they're like, like, by the way, new Need for Speed, like, this year, in, in, like, a month and a half. Yeah. Oh, so, like, it's, like, a mix of, like, what? Like, this, like, kind of art style. It's, like, hyper-realistic with, like, some cel-shading flair over the top of Ah, it. Ah, that's sick. Yeah, it's like a really cool take on like what they do with like As Dusk Falls, uh, where it's like this cool mm. kind of combination of like live action and animated. And uh like I don't I don't know, dude. I've been I've been needing some good like racing campaign for a while, man. Me like too. God yeah. me too. damn, dude. I God haven't had damn. a good I haven't had a good arcade fix in a minute. Like mm. Forza's like Forza doesn't appeal to me in the same sort of way that the need for speed games did. Oh, right. For sure. For sure. I mean, like, there, like there's been some good racing games, obviously. I just I need for speed was kind of the only one that I ever like fell in love with. And so, like, yeah. <laughs> I just I felt I fell off from super hard because I'm not a Forza guy. I'm not super not a fucking Forza guy. I'm not a formula racer. I, I like, you know, the street racing games, the ones that have my heart. But a majority of them, I was like, eh, you know what I mean? And, eh. you know, mm-hmm. like, Agreed. sure. Um, but I do miss that Midnight Club era, man. Because you know, when they when they said you could start racing with motorcycles, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm fucking You're here like, for it. You know All right, God I damn, see dude. you. God damn, dude. I mean, like, now I've been I've been wanting to play uh, the new Hot Wheels game. Um, well, it's like dude, Hot I Wheels heard that Unleashed. Shit's actually fun as I fuck. heard it's fucking dope, dude. Uh, De- Devin, I don't know if you got a chance to pick that up on Game Pass or not, but um, which game? Hot Wheels Unleashed. No, I haven't. Oh, the kind of the funny crew were nuts. played for like three <laughs> weeks, man. They fucking loved that game, dude. Like I was, I was even like, like having us play for Splash Dance at some point or another. But I was like, mm, maybe, maybe right now is not the time for you know for that. But we're definitely be playing this shit, right? Right? <laughs> Gone PDX right? Hot Wings Unleashed. Fucking percent, dude. I mean, this this dude. Okay, so this multiplayer aspect to it that they have, the because they talked about how it's going to be, it's going to have a campaign, but it's also going to have cross platform multiplayer. So like. Uh, like, like we're gonna be like racing each other and shit, obviously. But like, you think that's what like our limit is for the multiplayer and stuff? Is like, I hope we racing? get to explore like the the open world as as like a street crew sort of thing. Because that that's what I'm looking for too. Uh, is is like, imagine if we could be a racing gang. 
Yeah, like I don't like I don't even I don't necessarily need like the capability to get in and out of the vehicle. Like I don't need that, but like I I, I want to see because I don't know if you guys did did any of you guys play uh payback? No, nope, not no, me. nope. So payback had like it had like a stat system with this cars. So like there was like open world garages and stuff that you could go around and drive to to like upgrade and tune and calibrate your car like based off of really specific parts outside of just cosmetics and uh i would like to see like that sort of something that you can kind of do in that because in payback you can explore the open world together and then go do like street races and stuff and like free roam races so i'd like to see them bring back like a like an elevated version to that experience that's like a little bit smoother but mm. I could that was that was probably the last one that I felt like fit like that their like their street racing formula pretty well. He did okay. It, that one kind of went back to closer to the underground sort of formula. But I feel like if they're gonna go back to like the like giving us the open world, I want it to be like a perpetually night nighttime, like Detroit, <laughs> New York City. Like yeah, so like yeah, I don't yeah. want to see the day. I don't want to see like street races don't happen during the day. I don't want to see that shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, it it, lo- it looks like this Lake Shore city is kind of like based on L.A. It's kind of like what, what, yeah, what we're looking which at. Which would be cool. Like, it's, it's got like the big city feel. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun, dude, man. Boys, we're fucking, I'm fucking excited, man. I'm fucking excited to play this goddamn game I'm ha- with you. I'm heckin' excited, Bridget. Heckin' excited, dude. In the meantime, heckin y'all, excited. we're going to go ahead and move into our next segment. Before we do, I want to remind everyone that they can support us over on our Discord channel, where they can get early access on episodes. They can write in the show, and they can get episodes ad-free. But if they're hearing this, they're probably on to our Discord. So for now, here's a word from our sponsors. This piece of good Kraken content is brought to you by Glide Mousepads. The world is changing and the demand for PC gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now. Having the best of the best in PC accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back into the fray of the digital sea. And Glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you. Glide Mousepads is the future industry leader in mousepads offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. Now, if you're like me and you spend a lot of time in your command center, whether it's streaming, editing, or designing, you need a quality mousepad that can keep up with that constant grind. You can go to GlideMousePads.com right now and use code KRAKEN for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, KRAKEN, for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for us content creators, and any of us here at GK can attest that sometimes you're just too damn tired to even think about how not to be tired any longer. Lucky for us, though, Rogue has figured out how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers streamers and content creators around the globe check it we have been drinking the ever-living crap out of this stuff if i'll be completely honest with you me Devin, garrick xander raven genesee all of us here at gk absolutely adore 
this drink. Uh, it helps us in the mornings, helps us in the evenings. Uh, you guys know how it is. We've been going on about this forever, and it is no exception now. It's still taking care of us to this day. You can head on over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKRAKEN for 10% off your purchase of any shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you'd like. Now, back to the show. God damn it, I got fucking coffee on my face again. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Face? God. Um, Devin! Coffee face? <laughs> what? Are, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, hate I hate that so much dude it's so gross i'm here <laughs> it makes me feel uneasy it's like it's like watching a horror movie do, 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 i'm i'm just oh your your gk correspondent right now <laughs> okay well anyways <laughs> dj can you tell the people See, at i'm home? still here Oh, God, that was an awful transition. DJ, can you tell the people we have at home? Well, CDs, right? <laughs> we seriously need to figure out a better fucking segue for this segment, please. <laughs> Hands on baby. I thought you weren't even gonna say anything for a second. Like you were just gonna <laughs> play. Just, like, see these and then just silence. Just <laughs> <laughs> That's a segue. That could have been a segue. Oh, I thought morbid. I had to say something. Morbid, I hated that. <laughs> Anxious, <laughs> hey, I started the shit out of me. CDs, CDs. <laughs> fucking a guys. Hands on deck is our little hands on segment where we talk about a game or movie or show that each of us have watched or played as of recent. We try to pitch them to each other, and we try to pitch them to you guys at home and let you know if they are worth experiencing or if you do a big old fat pass on that bad boy. Uh, Devin, brah. What have you been playing or watching since the last episode? Um, God. Well, <laughs> I'm going to turn this off now. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That'd be great. Thank you. I would appreciate that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I watched a brand new piece of content last night. Ooh, like it. Okay. From one of our favorite subjects, mm-hmm. one Marvel Studios. I watched Werewolf by Night. Oh. The okay. new Marvel special on Disney Plus. Okay. Um, Stylistically, they chose to give it the same kind of theme that you would get from like a 1930s, 1940s horror film with the black and white, you know, like the old Frankenstein movies, like old Dracula, stuff like that. Um, Old, you know, like werewolf in London, all that kind of stuff. Um, This this is a special presentation. It's a one off. It's uh, I believe it was like 54, 56 minutes long and just under an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Just under an hour. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, it in, it introduces the characters very well. It sets up the plot of the story very well, and it gives backstory to characters that are going to be moving on within the MCU as well. Um, I really loved how they portrayed um, the main character. I forgot his last name. It's like David something. All these David protagonists lately. David um, Attenborough. Yeah, David Attenborough. Um, I'm kidding. It's not really, but... <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Could be. His name's David. Anyways, <laughs> um, he, he did a good job. Uh, this is actually extremely graphic. 
There is uh, body mutilation. There is blood. This is probably one of the most violent things Marvel has ever done, hands okay. down. Okay. Um, oh, and uh, I think were you? Did you mean like you meant? Were you talking about the the main character, right, Devin? Yeah. 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 Jack Russell. His name is Jack Russell. Jack Russell. Like the okay. Dog. Oh, okay. 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 I think yeah. I, I think I think the actor's name is David something. Okay. Now that I He's, uh, his his. Uh, his name is actually Gail Garcia. Burnett. Oh, I'm completely wrong. I'm thinking of <laughs> yeah, something completely you're, different. You're so wrong. I was like, that's really <laughs> funny. <funny. laughs> David is so wrong. He's a David, so and then his Jack and Gail. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what? It's completely. It's fun. all right. It happens. It happens. Yeah. No, I mean David. David's basically Jack, right? It's not. It might look like a David. Right? Basically, it's, I, basically, it's in the same vein of common names. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Like yeah. Matt or Brad or Keith. Yeah. 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 Taylor. It's just one of those. Or yeah. Roger. Fuck Taylor. Or Garrett. <laughs> My brother's name is Taylor. <laughs> or. Um. Anyways, Sam. Devin. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. Roger, Roger's um, not common. You. You dumb. You dumb? <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's you fair. dumb. <laughs> that's fair. Anyways, uh, I really enjoyed this. Uh, this is this is really good. Uh, there's a lot of Easter eggs that will uh, to Blade actually in this as that well. That makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. It does have some reveals on what some creatures are going to look like within the MCU, and I believe that. This is actually the start towards our more supernatural side. And I have a feeling that phase seven is going to be straight up supernatural after we get done with the multiversal wars, because we're we're finally in, in that era of the MCU that they're they're going to all the dark places. And what this also showed to me is a lot of us were worried about Blade being PG-13, right, because of how violent Blade is and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not too worried about that anymore because they got away with dismemberment in a Disney plus special and gore and blood. And like there's a there's a part where there's an arrow that goes into a guy and it literally goes into his jaw and sticks out of his mouth and you see blood like spraying out of it. And I'm like, okay, okay. Marvel. Okay. Disney doesn't do anything without purpose. This is a hundred percent. This is them testing those waters. That's mm -hmm. why it's a special and not a film or a limited or a series. Theatrical release. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah 100%. And it did so well and it filled the time so well that I would actually like to see more specials in the future, especially with introducing like newer characters that are a part of a greater story, but don't need a full series or a full in-depth movie. You well, know what I mean? Lucky for you, we're about to get another batch of I am Groot shorts. <laughs> Well, well I already actually... know. No, no, I'm talking about like an actual full special no, presentation. Yeah. <laughs> right. But this if this is so th if this is functionally acting as like our Halloween special, this kind of makes me feel a little better about like the potential success of that upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas mm -hmm. special. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for sure. J James Gunn did come out and say that that is going to be canon and is going to be important to uh, the events of Guardians 3 as well. Well, now, fun that it's funny that you mentioned that because Kevin Feige did actually also uh, on record mention that Werewolf by Night was going to be important. So does this connect mm -hmm. to the greater MCU? Uh, I think I think it's going to have something to do with uh, Kit Harrington's Black Knight and Blade. I think it's going to connect to the Blade movie in a way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, th I think I think um, the reason why we did this werewolf by night is because we are, in fact, going to be getting Midnight Suns at some point. And I think uh, a few characters from this are going to be involved with that storyline. 
Okay, I like it. I like it, my friend. That's yeah. that's good to hear. That makes me that makes me feel hopeful. So I'm 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 excited for it. And that one of the main characters is uh, Elsa Bloodstone, and in the comics, her whole family, the Bloodstone family, they're monster hunters. Yeah, and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it does go in depth onto that story as well, which is actually werewolf by night and the bloodstones actually have a lot of story connection to moon Knight as well they do so and they also beef with blade <laughs> yep like yep. super so I, beef with blade <laughs> yeah so i i can see i i can see moon Knight, blade black knight werewolf by night uh elza bloodstone Ghost like Rider. a few uh, a few other characters yeah this paves the way for Ghost Rider because we are now getting into the supernatural realm as well and you got man thing in the movie too man thing is fucking awesome i just want to say that right now Ooh, okay, yeah. okay okay yeah. okay 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 yeah so uh um i give this a nine out of ten this is great i you everybody should go watch really, it it's really gracious ratings lately okay all right no i i i i love it i love it and if you actually look online it's the general consensus as well okay. yeah it has a 92 from critics on rotten tomatoes and a 95 from audience i like yeah. it so i like to hear my friend that's what i like to hear garrick my man you're up what have you been playing or watching since our last episode Excellent. Um, so I actually recently started watching a brand new uh, sitcom series. There's two of these of the exact same title. Uh, there's the um, there's the BBC version and there's the American version. We're talking about the BBC version today because it's the better of the of the two. Um, but it's titled just it's just titled Ghosts. Oh, OK. Mm. Go- like plural ghosts. Yep, ghosts, plural, okay. like multiple ghosts, and they are the they uh, they start off as almost identical. The first episodes between the American and like the BBC, it's like it's like The Office, where like it's the exact same episode, and then they kind of go off to do their own thing. But um, the premise of the show is essentially that she has, and this is the American trailer, by the way, just so oh, you have a heads it? up. Oh, thank you, sir. Here, it sure is. Um, BBC. Let's on the BBC one. Yeah, but the they yeah, but they the sorry, I lost my train of thought because I saw no the trailer. Worries, I was like, that's no not worries. the right one. Uh, apologies, <laughs> but essentially, um, this engaged our married couple. Excuse me, this young married couple has like a long lost extended relative that passed away, and they out of nowhere inherit this really really old British estate, and mm. um. This house is classic haunted house. Haunted as fuck, one might say. Uh, the primary <laughs> cast of this show is this married couple and like six other ghosts with various identities. The only thing that they have in common is that they all died on the property. Okay. That's it. Mm. They all have various different deaths. Anything from uh, one being like a European witch trial victim uh, another one was a caveman named Robin who got struck by lightning long before that, like a thousand years before the house was even built. He's, he was the first ghost ever there. Um, like a World War II captain, a like a, the lady of the, of the estate, uh, another lady of the uh, like another lady of the state from like a different time period. It is ri- like it is ridiculously like a classic haunted house presented. But it takes place as a sitcom. And essentially, they inherit this house. And through a, a, a series of misfortunate events, uh, the main character, Amy, 
falls out a window and goes through a near-death experience. And two weeks later, she wakes up and she is the only one who can see these ghosts in these in this house. That's Nobody else can see the ghosts but her. Great setup. That's a great setup. And it's lit, dude. Absolute chaos ensues. So these ghosts have been around in this house for a really, really long time. Uh, even like the caveman, Robin speaks. He speaks English, and he happens to be the funniest fucking character on the show. Like he's hilarious, absolutely hilarious. Um, and they're all they all have like such this good depth of character that even after they've learned something new, like it's it, they they still somehow adapt that to like not modernize themselves in some whack ass way. <laughs> like right, right, right. They'll like le- they'll learn something new, but they're like, I'm still gonna be a ghost about this and like be weird and like not learn like the appropriate like nomenclature for the things like the the european witch victim like she's like a popper sort of character like really she was like she was like a poor as shit and so she talks like she's poor as shit and like literally like has like a very peasant peasant related like dialogue and um the lady of the house is really proper and constantly judges amy amy who's like her like long lost uh, relative who's just like that's not a how like a woman's supposed to be and like has completely disregarding what year it is because she's still stuck in her death and like it's basically she wakes up from this coma and her husband made a big huge fucking whoopsie and was like all right we're gonna turn this thing into a uh, into like a bed and breakfast and while you were in a coma I pulled out like maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars in loans to repair this estate without. Uh, talking to you about it first and so now <laughs> they're trapped in this house basically like stuck in loan debt trying to fix this house while also trying to make these ghosts happy on a day-to-day basis uh it is an incredibly funny show lots of good laughs every character has like a lot of de- like development um as far as i know none of the main ghosts have like passed on and they do um they do carry on like a couple of weird the ghosts call passing on being sucked off (laughs) (laughs) because like they literally like they're standing there like guys i feel it and they're like and then they get sucked away (laughs) yeah and so like they like it's just like they all have like this there's like it's this incredibly funny dynamic because the husband never gains the ability to see the ghosts it's just her and so, like, there's this constant, like, third wheel interaction between, like, the ghosts, because the ghosts can't interact with the husband. The husband can't interact with the ghosts. And so she plays this, like, amazing comedic mediary to, like, these episode to episode fucking shenanigans. Uh, it's available on HBO Max. It's got four seasons right now. Uh, fourth season is ongoing. And, like, with the first three seasons available, this is, like, an 8.5 out of 10 show. It is very witty, super British. Uh, in its in its sense of humor, but it's so well done in its concept that it just it just works. It's really funny, and everybody should check it out. I like it, dude. Fuck Hell yeah, shit, man. Fuck yeah, DJ. It's your turn, baby. What have you been playing or watching since our last episode together? So, so here here's my half before I get into my actual one. So, okay, you know, uh, at, from recommendation and the this uh, upselling of Cyberpunk and Runners, I I I, I finished it. Mm-hmm. It is everything and more, and I I will now listen to that ending song. Uh, not never the oh, same. Every the time it comes, 
What, what was so, sorry to interrupt, DJ. Uh, my wife felt the need to text me, and apparently Amy is the American one. It's Allison and the British one. I got correct. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Come correct. Come correct or don't fucking come at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, nope. I, got, I got corrected from across the house, bro. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt, DJ. No, 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 you're good. So, um, yeah, Edge Runners, quick, quick thing. Like, art style, amazing, dude. Freaking the, the soundtrack. Like I will now. I, I was listening to the to that last song they played at the end in the last episode for like all day yesterday, and was crying. I was crying. Let it hurt you? Did you it, let it hurt yes. you? Yes, I would let the tears fall down my face. Um, uh, the only thing about uh, Edge Runners was I just wish there was a little bit more, and it, it, the episodes were a little bit longer, just so the writing doesn't feel didn't feel too like densely packed in. Two more That's episodes. Fair. Two like more two episodes more, just to establish like, just more more like uh more back and closure. forth with the, the, the closure character. yeah yeah so that that's the only thing but everyone who hasn't seen edge runners go see it go see it go finish it I'm hurt like me Garrick, Devin, and xander hurt so okay good. hurt I'm, wor- I'm working on it um so just, just almost halfway so, through. yeah no you gotta watch it brother but anyway my my one movie uh I don't know. Have I said I was uh, about Blade? Have I talked about Blade yet on the show or no? <laughs> no, sir, you have not. Uh, so, <laughs> so let's do it. I, uh, after being bullied by everyone in here and everyone in the <laughs> chat, I, <laughs> I, I have got around to watch the first Blade movie. Okay, I haven't completed the trilogy, but I, I've watched the first movie. Um, and if you're like me, you don't know who what Blade is. <laughs> um. You know of Blade, Wesley Snipes plays this half-breed, vampire, like, human, hybrid, vampire hunter. That's just a fucking badass. He's just, like, uh, just like Edge Runners, like, the first, like, few minutes of the fucking movie, it's, like, it's just, it, it, it's action-packed, man. I think, like, a whole, you know, probably about 50 people perished, people perish uh actors, and like that first scene actors died on, on yeah set. <laughs> yeah um and uh just to think about this like it it's just like now reading remembering the article i read about the only two lackluster action scenes like there's no fucking way that they thought that was gonna suffice after watching this movie like i'm seeing fucking blood this guy has a titanium katana just slicing motherfuckers up you know fuck guns lots of guns a lot of fucking dismemberment motherfuckers exploding okay let's do this a lot of blood of course um it, it's just it's nice i like the action scenes choreography is pretty cool um are you invested are you just, invested into, into i'm invested yeah I, I i am yeah like this this world I, i'm 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 brought into this world and I want more. So like, I'm definitely going to watch two and three um, to see like how they progress the story. But you know, as its own, like if it, if there wasn't a trilogy as its own movie and film, I'd give it like a nine. I think it's a fun, entertaining watch. Uh, You know, the characters are are great. I feel for uh, the older character that helps blade out in this movie, you know, and it makes you connect and then that there's that twist in the plot that 
I I kind of kind of um was expecting, but when it happened, I'm like, oh, you 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 fucking bitch, you bitch. And then um you know uh and how that gets resolved, you know, was uh pretty moving. So yeah, go watch Blade if you haven't, like me. If you're in my age range, uh, my peers who have not watched Blade, please go watch Blade. Um, it is on Hulu. I think the whole trilogy is on Hulu. So you can go watch okay, it there, dude. They, those movies age well, man. I'll tell you. Like, you, you burn those other two, you're going to have a good time, man. I, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell God yeah. God damn. All right, boys. So, um, I. Can I say one thing real quick? Yes. Uh, I just want everybody to know there is a whole music video that uh, was made uh, by the uh, creators of Cyberpunk Edge Runners for the ending theme, Let You Down. Uh, I did post it into our music channel on mm. the GK Discord if anybody is interested in checking yeah. that out. The ending theme is good. I also, like, what there? I was referring to was. Uh, oh, yeah. Was I really want to stay at your house. Yeah. I want to stay at your house. Stay at your house. Like, it, you listen to it once, like before the show, it's like like like, like hyper pop ish like type mm. of thing. But after you watch the show, it takes on a whole new meaning, and you will ball. You will ball. Oh, like there's I, a music I, video I, for that too. I, I've never my wheeze buckle my knees buckle, and I just weep every time. <laughs> weep. I, I, really I posted the. Stay at your house. Uh, <laughs> I, I put that in the uh, in the um, uh, music channel as well. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you. I wish we could have gone to the moon together. Uh, so, boys, what I've done is I've been uh, <laughs> burning through a very specific something um, the past week. Um, Weed. And it has been a <laughs> wild experience. I have been going through the entire Paranormal Activity uh, list of movies. Okay. Um, from front to back, and we're whole bundle. over halfway now. The entire the entire package, you know what I'm saying? Um, Paranormal Activity, as we all know, is a classic movie. Uh, one of the first, very popular. One of the first, not the first, but one of the first, uh, very popular uh, uh, found footage uh, films that we got in the era that found footage movies were starting to blow the fuck up, and. Uh, Here's the deal, right? These movies gotten a lot of fucking hate over the years. And because of, you know, doing things that are very reminiscent to each other. And it kind of feels like you kind of experience the same thing over and over again. Paranormal Activity 1 was revolutionary. All right. And I think people like, you know, got the point of that because this, that movie was fucking horrifying when it first came out. And I'm sure you guys can fucking agree. Right. Um, yeah. The big thing that I'm having here is. I am so 110% here for this series of movies. Like, be, because what people don't seem to realize is that this movie is actually telling a wider story that is, like, so fucking cool in essence. Because, like, the the, con the concept of the first three movies is that they're working backwards in the story of, of these two women that are, have had, in the first movie, expressed that... Well, actually, sorry, excuse me. Katie, the main character of the first movie, expresses to her husband that since she was a child, she's had this thing that's followed her and her sister around and uh, and was very, very vague about what it is until you finish the rest of the paranormal activity movies. The second one is about uh, her sister's uh, perspective of the weeks prior to Katie experiencing these things. Um, and that expresses her 
uh, experience with this thing leading up to the night of Paranormal Activity 1. Paranormal Activity 3 is uh, the story of these two women as kids. So you finally get to see what happened to them as children that they've been talking about for two fucking movies. Um, and then the fourth one has, you know, some other stuff to do with, like, a different family that is somewhat relative to... Uh, you know, the uh, the actual character from the first movie. There's some wild shit that happens there. So this series of movies, I think, has not gotten the credit it fucking deserves. Um, we're not quite done yet. We have a couple left of these movies. Uh, I think we, we're, we're over halfway now, but I want to cover it now because I have some other things I want to cover next week. Um, but... I want to double down on something here, and that is if you were ever a Paranormal Activity fan, um, I've been hearing from a lot of people that the latest Paranormal Activity movie, Next of Kin, um, is apparently extravagant. Um, and I'm very, very, mm. very excited to uh, to talk about that one when I finally get to it. I will cover that uh, at some point um, after we watch it, just to kind of like you know give you guys the beef on it. So um, for right now, that's all I got for you guys. So I'm uh, anxious. It is so fucking good. See, <laughs> told you guys. There we go. What's happening, Larry? How you doing, doggy dog? All right, boys. What a time for it to be Halloween, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because we got some more mm-hmm. yummy, sure. yummy Halloween horror stuff for you guys at home with our next segment. Garrick, tell them. Oh, you better protect your name because we're <laughs> headed to the gallows. <laughs> 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 <No>, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was Wahoo! that was good, Garrick. Thank you, Black. guys. Today for our headlining wow. segment, the Gallows, we are talking Good Kraken's official top ten horror movies of all time. So here's the deal, gentlemen. With our games category that we did this win on Tuesday, it's fairly easy for us to talk about what makes a good horror game, right? Is it scary? Does it have good gameplay? Is the writing good? Right? Pretty pretty self-explanatory for what it is. Horror movies are far more dynamic. The experiences is a little bit, you know, less like less expectation one way and more expectations another way. So let's talk a little bit about what makes a good horror movie in the essence of how we will be rating our movies and how we'll be laying them down. So uh, I have a list here that talks a little bit about uh, making sure characters are well written, that they are believable, uh, that uh, that the acting is done to a T, very, very well to make you live in that experience out there you're living. Um, incredible suspense. Is the movie suspendable? You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, are the scares creative and well-written is a big important part. Obviously, we need to make sure of that. And then uh, lastly, it is the, or actually two last things, uh, the use of good music and sound. I think sound design is very important in a horror movie. And then lastly, is our horror movie antagonist well-written creative and well-designed without any further ado gentlemen i'm going to move us into our doc for today gk's top 10 horror movies of all time okay all right so we have 10 here garrick you're sort of our loose guest here but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna divvy this down all right so let's do two each okay Mm. and then we'll sort of have a consensus on the last two as we get to it all right Mm -hmm. devin what is your yes. first top 10 horror movie of all time? Ooh, my first top 10 horror. Let me look at my list here and see what I want to use. Okay. Hmm. Because I, I just kind of listed a bunch of movies. Sure. Um, You know what? I'm going to say it. 
Ooh, say it, Daddy. Hereditary. Oh, he's going Sorry. in on it already. Already, Pretty dude. Smart. Damn. Okay, all right, Damn. Devin. Why Hereditary? That movie portrayed hauntings and possession and spiritualism in such a realistic, fucked up way that just was honestly terrifying. I the first time I watched that movie. Like the the subtleties and the way that they did it made it feel like it could have been something real. I like it, dude. That's 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 a good explanation, man. I mean, hereditary is pretty self-explanatory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> killing it, dude. I'm killing it today. Um. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's that's a fucking good movie, man. That's a goddamn good movie. And 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 that movie has a fucking uh, like what the fuck shocking moment to yeah. that especially if you if you don't get that spoiled for you and you've never seen this movie and w when that first moment happens yep it fucks you up yeah. i get goosebumps thinking about my first experience with that you know mm -hmm. uh yes it goes without saying a uh, big old tr trigger warning for anyone that has not seen any of the movies that we're about to list because i'm sure all of us <laughs> for all the movies we're going to talk about uh are gonna have some pretty fucked up wild shit in them so be warned these are horror movies yeah. so um morbid hereditary is probably one of my favorite horror films good pick good it's pick uh anxious, that one is so intense it really really is dude dj what is your first top 10 horror movie you want to talk about um uh damn man i i was gonna i was gonna pick hereditary but oh i mean but i never got through that movie i couldn't get through that <laughs> you <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you guys the my list i i have not gone through all of them except for like one or two um give us give us the two so, you have finished then you know what i'm saying all right, all right yeah i will okay okay the shining oh good pick Ooh, that's shining a, that's a watching that as a kid Fuck me up. Yep. <laughs> Fuck okay. me. That makes up. sense. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is a classic. This is this is it's, a it's, definitely it's just deserving a great film in general. Like looking back, it's just a great film, but also a top horror film. You know, mm. like it's just it just fucks with your psyche, brother. Like I I I'm telling you, man. A lot of sleepless nights. <laughs> a lot of sleepless <laughs> nights after that movie. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just iconic. I mean, you just gotta watch it. Like even. Even for me, like I'm the biggest bitch when it comes to horror movies. Like, I have an appreciation for this movie as a, as a film by itself and in in the horror genre. It's it's fucking incredible. It's incredibly well written, dude. I mean, like it, it yes. became a classic for a reason, man. I like it. And yeah. The the thing the thing is too the thing that I didn't talk about like the categories like you know how we will be sort of like picking the movies that we picked. Um, there's there's something about movies that that or horror movies specifically that takes something that feels so astronomically horrifying because of it's like uncanniness yeah. to like the things that we don't understand uh like nightmare for elm street for example like took sleeping and makes you fucking horrified to sleep uh jaws makes Hell you yeah. horrified to go swim in the ocean like 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 horror movies that make you feel fear for things that are common is is awesome it. and the shining That's doing that with shining. like yeah, good old fashioned cabin fever, man. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. it yeah. Just one fucking whack job there, and that's all it fucking takes, man. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. all it takes, dude. Garrick, what is your first horror movie you want to talk about here? Uh, I also write down. I, I made quite a big list. I mm. think the first one. It's going to be a little bit more modern, too. Okay. But okay. I honestly, 
Uh, 2017's It. Ah, yes. Yep, that's a good one. That's a very, very good one. one. That's one of the ones I was going to pick, dude. Okay, I see you. Garrett, talk about it. uh, did this this one's like this one's in my top five. It is like it's it's in one of my all time favorite horror movies. Um, it was just so much of this took place during the daytime, like not mm-hmm. in 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 deep dark creepy places. It took place in common places like school buildings and libraries and out in the middle of the freaking road and all these other settings and it. I've, it was such a great, great presentation uh, on a childhood cast and how they might deal with this sort of crap. Like, it, because as far as I know, because the first one really took it really took place from the the adult perspective, right? Uh, the one with Tim Curry. It really didn't do the whole childhood uh, perspective very much, didn't it? Right? It it pretty much st- stuck with like the adults. Correct. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, no, no. It it, it does. I don't a remember bit, that. Then it, one trans- very it transitions halfway through the movie. The halfway through the movie. That's right. But it's more from the perspective of the experience of Pennywise rather than the experience of any singular like main character, so to speak. You know what that's I mean? That's right. Yeah. And so, like, it taking p- place like primarily this time from the perspective of like the group of kids which were all incredibly well cast. Oh like, my it, God. <laughs> it has like this, it has this amazing like sense of gallows humor throughout that like really like ties it into like the fact that like at the end of the day, like this villain is a clown and it presents itself with such a good, like witty sense of like horror. If like, it doesn't use a lot of really common jump scares. It, it, Instead, it teeters on, like, making you really, really uncomfortable, like, all of the time. Because, like, I like I think the some of the biggest things are, like, one of the, the scenes that always stuck out for me was, like, Pen- when Pennywise is just ho- sitting there holding the balloon, and he, like, waves at him, and he, like, pulls just a dismembered arm out of from behind his back and waves back. And, mm-hmm. like, that was it. That was the whole scene. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? And you're like, because you know that was some kid's fucking arm, and like they don't ever address that. <laughs> no, sure don't. They sure don't, dude. <laughs> but like you know that was that was a kid. That was like that was one yeah. of the missing kids. And like it's just so genuinely scary from like that childhood lens that like that's what the, it, it's more powerful from the, from the perspective of that one. Uh, and it loses its potency even in like the sequel. Uh, I liked the like the second one, but like it wasn't as uh it lost sort of some of its heart, but I think it's, it's the unique presentation. Bill Scard, Bill Scardgard's depiction of Pennywise was incredibly it fucking uncomfortable. Like yeah. his usage of voice and like the faces that he makes, mm-hmm. uh, really like brought that character to life in a way that I felt like Tim Curry's just didn't. And we uh, and- down here exactly like it was just it was just such exceptional delivery from his him as a villain and a really unique perspective from the childhood cast maintaining like like there's you don't transition to their adulthood at all through the film like you get to stay like you get to see the childhood resolution of like what that story would have been and it was just exceptional i loved it 
that basement scene is one of the most horrifying fucking movie scenes I think I've ever seen. Oh, man. yeah. That shit fucked oh, me dude, up in the there's theater, so dude. many good moments. So many good moments. <laughs> that, that part, I was like, because the boy comes out and, like, Pennywise behind him was like, you'll float too! And, like, shakes yeah. and freaks out. I yeah. was like, oh, fuck me, dude, I don't like this. That was, that was uh, yeah, uh, yeah. oh, God, makes my skin crawl. I, uh, I saw that movie in D-Box. <laughs> Dude, I've seen that movie four uh, times in theaters. Why do you? Need... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like, why do you need to see that in D box? That's so funny. Like Pennywise is like running thing. at the kids. Here's the other thing. Like... <laughs> Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Okay. Okay. Might have not have had psilocybin beforehand, dude. You fucking wild animal. You fucking <laughs> feral it was an experience. cat. <laughs> that sounds awful. It, it was an experience. Oh, no, like when they're Christ. riding their bikes, you'd feel the, the chairs like sway with the bikes. <laughs> 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 so Devin's like, Woo! <laughs> Oh my god. I was like, I was like, <laughs> oh my god guys the Good first choice. the first one that i want to lay the t on the table here okay and then hear me out all right hear me out there's a lot of really good fucking horror movies but this one definitely takes the fucking kick i'm putting down the fucking thing mm. Ooh, mm. That's the a motherfucking good thing <laughs> no. right. mm, that's a classic yeah. man uh, yeah yeah god one. damn that's a good one. this this movie to this date is fucking horrifying the creature design Ha having the practical effects that they were using in horror movies back then and the way that they could make this movie come to life using those practical effects is insane, right? In fucking sane. Uh, Jagger, I am talking John Carpenter's a thing. Um, th this, <laughs> god damn, dude. I remember being a kid watching this movie and being fucking mortified. I remember watching this movie again as an adult and still being fucking mortified. The creature design is insane. The acting was wonderfully fucking done. Uh, the cinematography is super fucking creative. And the concept of this creature being this sort of unexplained entity that, like, you never really get some, like, backstory on or, like, why they're there. What the fuck is going on? Like, what a what what a way to give us a, a, a horror villain, a horror antagonist in this that is just like, yeah, they're just fucking y'all up because they're here. <laughs> There's no backstory, no rhyme, no reason for why you're getting fucked up, but they're here for it, and so are you. <laughs> this movie's a goddamn classic. I couldn't not have this movie on the list. Uh, Devin, your opportunity, my friend. What is your second Dude, I know. one you want to put on our top ten? Man, so I'm I'm having a really hard time with this right now mm. because I have so many. I have so many. Like, and I'm just I'm just trying to figure out what one deserves deserves this pick sure sure and i believe this belongs i really want to pick a classic that's my struggle it's like i want to pick a classic but there's also this one movie that i feel like cannot go unnoticed because of how much of a cultural zeitgeist it was when it came out okay and the fact that it's also based on a true story too so i'm gonna go with the conjuring Ooh, Ooh, I like yeah, it. Dude. That's, my, I like that's it. my favorite horror film of all time. Like little <laughs> Darth Maul, always like, hey, <laughs> uh, like, Devin, why do you pick The Conjuring? I, I, I think James Wong did a great 
uh, depiction of of this story. This is based on a actual haunting in a Rhode Island farmhouse in 1971. Um, it is uh, one of the Warrens actual cases that has been documented and released to the public. Um, and it brought light to the things that are unexplained that, you know, the exorcism stories and, and everything that we've grew up hearing, you know, with the exorcist and stuff like that. And I do believe that the exorcist exorcist belongs here, but they did so well telling the story beat by beat. That's also based on a true story. And then I surprisingly, one of the most chilling parts of this movie is the credits when they're showing all the real photos and events Yeah, from what happened. Yeah, I, I think I think you're on the dot, man. The the writing for this movie was phenomenal. Uh, just like beat for beat, keeping you invested from beginning to end. I loved The Conjuring, dude. Yeah, you look like you're gonna chime in. Go ahead. Terror, dude. It, honestly, it's absolutely terrifying film. Like it really was like genuinely fucking scary. Uh, I do. I I I slept with the lights. Like this was one of those films. Like I fucking did not feel ashamed to sleep with the lights off. Like afterwards. I was yeah. just like, nah, we ain't doing that. Yeah. Not tonight. We're not like, mm-mm. I like it, dude. That's Devin, good terrifying. choices. Good choices tonight, Devin. I like it. Yeah. I like it, my friend. DJ, let's come to you, my man. What is your second movie you want to put on the bill for us? The Exorcist, man. Oh, he's doing oh, it. Yeah. He's I did doing just say it. it deserves a place here. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it this list. That alone makes it on the list. DJ, why but do you it, pick The Exorcist, my man? Man, because one, I think it's for me, like, nostalgia. Because, like, um, it's one of the first horror movies that, like, I, I sat through. Like, like, because other times when I see like a horror movie that my my parents have put on or like my sibling put on, I kind of just walk out the room or go to my room or whatever. Ah, uh, no. But yeah, no. Like, <laughs> I'm not with this. Get away but from me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I guess I was trying to throw a fit. I'm like, you know what? I I'm not a scaredy cat. Like, I can I can watch I can sit through a whole horror movie. And my fucking god, dude, did and I like. The fact that this is kind of loosely based off of true events kind of still fucks me up to this day because like I'm like I'm sitting there like just I want to turn away, but like I keep watching. It's just it's it's good. Like I don't like just this fucking whole thing about this little girl being possessed and shit like. It's it the, the fucking and then she's fucking levitating, dude. <laughs> that, that fucking scene. Yeah, dude. That's just scared the shit out of me. Oh <laughs> yeah, boy, dude. As a kid, I should just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> that shit was oh, not a kid and childhood experience, uh, man. <laughs> it's not a good. No, I don't know. This is why I'm fucked up today. <laughs> this is this is one of the reasons why I can't hold a typical conversation in everyday society. God damn, uh, dude. Jagger and chats exposed to. Funny enough, The Exorcist is my favorite horror movie, but I have an in-real-life connection with the true story it's based on. The actual story took place two hours from me. Oh, shit. And the priest who performed the in-real-life exorcism married my great aunt and uncle. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to add... Can I I add on to this uh, for you as well, DJ? Uh, Because I I was struggling with wanting to pick this as well uh, between the two. This movie came out at a time, too, when um, when they were pushing the boundaries of horror as well. Yeah. Like, like I, they, I read up on it. It's like the 70s, right? It yeah. Was, the 70s. was that I think 71 is when this movie came I out. I believe so, yeah. Uh, let me. Yeah. 70s. And, 
three, seventy-three. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, Jagger makes a point. This is when Satanic Panic was in full swing. So like, uh, oh, so this really fucked up everybody. <laughs> it's yeah, like oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. No, yeah. Like close to home horror film for a lot of households. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. This, this this terrified uh, this terrified the general population. It really did. Like people were mm. terrified of this movie. And it affected their day to day lives like really. So this kind of like the uh, quiet on the Western front for horror films, kind of. Well, also too, like we we saw the same effect happen with uh, with it in 2017 when the clown demic thing was going on. Do you guys remember that like being a fucking thing? Like people in clown costumes Mm -hmm. going around attacking people and like chasing people and shit. Like obviously, I mean, there was you know word about like oh it's just a marketing ploy, but like there was some shit that was actually it's like no, it was real, legit. Yeah, that shit was real. There's two kids that got fucking shot and killed. (laughs) <laughs> like on Halloween because they were doing that was fucking shit. Like, crazy. Dude. It's wild, man. Like it's I think that's a real yeah. thing in history that we we all like unfortunately, saw. right? It's <laughs> very unfortunate that we had to experience that. Garrick, what is the second movie you want to put on this list here? <laughs> See, now I'm actually now I'm like I'm really struggling to pick because I was gonna absolutely say The Conjuring because that's my favorite horror movie, but I have a couple that like. I really, really, really like, but I they're not like necessarily like objectively scary. I like them because of like certain aspects of like what that make their film like unique to horror. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. <sighs> what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Mm, I think I'm probably gonna have to throw on there. Ah, oh, dude, this is so fucking hard. Which one has the better writing? Worse... Go with the one this with the better writing. Uh, okay. The, yeah, okay. Um, I'll go with the one with the better writing, and I'm going to go with one, The Ritual. Oh, Ooh. fuck. Oh, Dude, yeah. this movie's so good. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's fuck. a good movie. Garrett, talk about it, man. Movie. Why do you pick The Ritual? Uh, so the, the, the number one factor that makes this a standout horror film is absolutely fucking exceptional scares and exceptional creature design um so essentially like the synopsis of this film is after uh, a really tragic death of a group of, of one of their friends a group of friends kind of reunites to go on like a celebration of life trip for their their past friend and they go on a hike to somewhere in like Somewhere in the north, in like the in in, in like Norway, in the Norwegian mountains. Okay. And uh, they get lost, lost as fuck, and they, they end up like trying to get their way back to where they're headed, trying to get back on track and like get their trip ended up. Uh, and along with their personal turmoil over their friend's death, they find out that there is some shit going on in these woods uh, that is a little off. The biggest thing being that there is a massive fucking creature chasing them that you do not get a good look at until like the last four or five minutes of the film. And it is mm-hmm. fucked up. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> they just they use this creature's design so well because it's so. Humanoid in shape and like a lot of its pieces are like really familiar that they show you like one piece at a time. Yeah. And 
like you're wondering the whole film if like this is like if it's human if it's an animal yes the answer is yes <laughs> uh, and like it just you, the unveil like turning out to be like that this creature is some sort of bastard son of like a Norse god yeah that just got ditched in these woods and is now like there's like this group of like cultists that worship this thing and are luring in these poor motherfuckers like these guys to to feed it dude it's just a wild trip and uses incredibly good storytelling that had like had no business you're just like these guys were just having a good weekend to themselves man and then it just it went so south so fast uh that like the use of their use of creature design uh the tension throughout while they while still keeping the creature unveil a secret up until like the absolute like peak of like the horror film uh it was just chef's kiss it's like Mm. such a unique take such a good modern horror film I love it, dude. Very, very fucking good choice, man. We have a lot of thes on this list. It's fucking grilling me, dude. <laughs> I love it. A lot it. of the. I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to break the pattern right now for us here. and uh, I know what I, it oh, is. Do, do you? Do you? Because I'm putting on 28 the... days later, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's fucking good. That's a fucking good one. 28 I'm... days later has to be one of the best fucking zombie cinematic yeah. experiences to ever be fucking made. Technically not zombies. Rabies. Sure, but still. Uh, the concept of these things being able to full dead on sprint at you was game changing in horror game changing because the concept we've always written on when it comes to these movies right is like Walkers. cool like you can you can outrun <laughs> these things yeah, right you can make it you navigate your way through everything will be fine it's fine like as long as you have a weapon you're good to go right in 28 days later having this concept of like even if you have a weapon you're still fucked is wild that <laughs> they fucking made this movie dude um the a, 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 I feel like a good zombie movie always gives us a good origin story, right? And the Patient Zero story in this movie is so original and so creative and so well put together that, like, it makes the rest of this story believable going into 28 weeks later. Um, and the main character sort of, like, befumbling across like his his partakenness of the the patient zero story like background story of this this rage virus going out the way that it does is even more well fucking put together uh the concept for anyone who hasn't seen 28 days later for whatever reason um there is a virus that is has been mutated from monkeys uh experience that were happening on monkeys and this virus causes the human body to go into a perma rage uh not eating people which is why Devin says they're not technically zombies uh, but instead beating the shit out of anything they get their hands on and <laughs> like beating you to death <laughs> it is absolutely fucking insane dude um yeah 20 days later i could walk away from this being on this goddamn list man like this movie has lived in mm. my head my head rent fucking free through every zombie experience i've watched ever since and be like god it's still not 28 days later you know what i mean like world war z like was kind of there right and like in concept of like with why- the sprinting with the sprinting, right? And, like, the overwhelming, like, feel of, like, fuck, we can't fight this, right? Um, I love me a good zombie movie, and this shit takes it to the next goddamn level, man. I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you, dude. God damn it. So, here's what I want us to do, right? Devin, 
you and I are the boss guys here. So we have a little bit more of a responsibility to kind of nail us down with these last two. And I want to see if we say something and DJ and Garrick agree. And to balance the scales here, what I want us to do is just name off one for you, Devin, and one for me. Let's see what DJ and Garrick have to say, right? Devin, what do you think is another movie you need to have on this list? I think it absolutely be, needs to be here. I think we would be doing ourselves a disservice mm. by not putting Evil Dead on Ooh, here. Oh, the first one? The remake. Or... The remake. Oh, well, that the 20, reboot, hmm, I should say. 2017? Yeah. Uh, well, was it 2017? I don't, th- I don't think it was. No, no, it was way earlier than that because yeah, I met earlier. Amos. I met Amos the day like I went to see them. It was the, yeah. yeah. 13, yeah, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. I don't know, I was getting my numbers mixed up. Oh, Devin, so, go ahead. There is some terrifying moments in that. Um, just absolutely gory and bloody and just skin crawling. That movie gives you goosebumps. It makes you cringe. It makes you look away from the screen. Um it it hits on some terrifying levels and the way that they um the way that they change when they start you know being uh taken over by the book you know it's just oh they did it so good that the it's, whole trap door the trap it's door pretty man. uncomfortable like there's yeah, a lot a, of really uncomfortable yeah. moments in that film especially yeah. with like oh dude like the self mutilation it's the self mutilation stuff that yeah, like the gets tongue. a lot of people yeah, I, do this oh, the, yeah oh, yeah the yeah, tongue. that's the exact fucking oh, scene oh, i thought of, dude oh, like, oh, yeah. yeah no that one's pretty I think, the, I think that's the scene i i left and i came back <laughs> to, to watch yeah. the rest <laughs> of it. that's a hard one to watch fun uh, fact I went to the movie theater. I was like, oh, man, this movie doesn't start for like another 45 minutes. I'm going to go walk around the mall. They used to have a pet adoption place inside the mall. Lo and behold, I met Amos that same night. Hey, let's go. I saw Evil Dead in theaters. Good (laughs) shit, dude. Good shit. Man, Evil Dead is fucking so good, man. It's so good. That's a good choice. I I, I feel it deserves, especially, especially for GK, like it deserves to be here. Yeah, oh, if you were going to choose one of the campy ones, I was actually going to fight you on it pretty hard. But <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah no, exactly. like, they're not, yeah. They're not yeah. deserving of top 10. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. for, for sure. I mean, like, they're they're great. They're fun. They're campy. They, you know, they do what they're supposed to do. But I don't think the intent of those movies was to be good. Right. Like, they weren't a, meant to be good. I have a second recommendation for you, Renel. But I'll, I'll, hold hold on, because we are going to do honorable mentions. We're going to do honorable mentions, so we can do one each for honorable mentions, all right? Uh, the one, the last one I want to put on the table, and, like, I would just be a fucking fool if we didn't have this here, is Alien. Mm, I was going to, mm, yeah, I was going mm. to put that in, but I didn't know. It's, I will say it's good, but I feel that movie is more sci-fi than it is horror. I mean... Sci-fi horror. Sci-fi is like Star Trek, dog. <laughs> like, I mean, like the the essence, the essence, yes, sci-fi, but is a sci-fi horror. That's why they have that horror category. You know what I mean? It's like it is considered a horror film. Alien. I will say this. I will say this. I was not scared by that movie at all, even when I was younger. Sure, sure, sure. And that, that's why, like, you like. I think. I think my main reasoning for wanting to put this on here is one: Alien was the forefather of space horror. Right. Like mm-hmm. the the absolute fucking father of what we of why we are terrified of space 
Okay, like we see it, we saw. Yeah. Okay, maybe the argument could be fire in the sky, right? Because that movie was fucking horrifying as shit. But <laughs> but the concept of this alien creature that the like, humans are finally like out in space, we're finally doing things. This alien creature is here to hunt you the fuck down is insane. Like like I know people were fucking mortified by watching this movie back when it first came out. And again, we talk about practical effects. The practical effects in this goddamn movie are incredible. In fucking credible, dude. Like we like we talked about the thing earlier on. Like we've seen like what they can do with like Jurassic Park and shit like that. You had to fucking believe that this alien xenomorph was fucking real. This thing looked real as shit, man. And like, this thing was it was fun. it was such detailed like practical effects. Mm, God damn, man, I couldn't believe it. Yes, I, I, I disagree with it being in top ten. Although I have a lot of respect for Alien. I am in a I, I just feel like there is one movie that deserves to be on here more, not just because of the content of the movie and the writing, um, but also because of what it did to the general population, too. And what's that? The Ring. The Ring's a mm. dog shit movie. Really? It is a you think dog so? shit movie. It yeah, is a, it's a fun horror movie. Okay. It's a bad movie. Is is my issue that like yeah, I I've I never, thought about yeah, it? It's it's, mm. it's a super that's cliche. Very, it's you like, know, it's like a cult. Yeah, that like that that's like too cult classic. Yeah, I think. And uh, like and like I I would I would potentially agree because of the cultural zeitgeist that we got behind it, Devin. But I think what the ring was trying to do, Hereditary did better. You know what I mean? In in that in that mm, they sense. were different though. They were different. Of course they were different. But I mean, like, in, yeah. in essence, right? Like, we could even say yeah. the ritual actually, was done better. Actually, I did just watch Sinister last night, and that pretty much Sinister. is the ring, but Does way better. better. Exactly. Way 100%. better. I will say yeah, that. I would have, yeah, Sinister is way more deserving of a spot. Would Juan be on this list? Juan? I I, oh. I, would, I could say Juan could fit in a, in a top list yeah. for sure, dude. Juan's I, fucking horrifying. Yeah, I I could concede to Juon. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I'm, I like I'm, that recommendation. I'm fine with doing Juon here instead. I think that's more of a, a better, well done horror movie than Alien was. Honestly. Yeah, it's better than movies on this list. Gag, have you seen Juon? No, I haven't. How about the Grudge. Grudge. Yeah, it's it's just the original Grudge, but like ten times scarier. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's all right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and talk honorable mentions, gentlemen. Devin, what's your honorable mentions pick? Devin? Oh, God. Um, yeah, I was going, <laughs> mm, oh, okay. let's see. I mean, I mentioned it. Sinister. Sinister? All right. So why do you pick Sinister, my man? Be quick. Uh, movie is terrifying. I remember that actually scaring me in theaters and like just making me anxious and and just wondering what's going to happen next what's going to happen next and the movie does not have a happy ending it does not it sure don't dj what's your honorable mentions honorable mention uh it's one movie i watch uh, texas chainsaw massacre oh um, okay which one like the which one, one in the seven, like the older, the older one, seventies. Okay. Because there's like there's like four or five. There's, a, there's multiple. <laughs> yeah, the, multiple. Yeah, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The, the yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The nineteen seventy four. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, original. Yeah. So why why do you pick that? Yeah. Be brief. 
Um, it, that shit just scared the shit out of me, dude. Like fucking the, the fact the the motherfucker's leather like leather face is like like it's just skin like dead fucking people's skin on his face just chasing motherfuckers in a chainsaw on the fucking boonies like <laughs> like this is this is this this feels like my backyard <laughs> you know what i'm saying like like i could drive like 20 minutes and i'd reach somewhere that looks like texas chainsaw massacre so i i think it's believable <laughs> um, that's man that's totally fair. well so. the main character is loosely based on a real serial serial killer that's true Again. yeah that is true 100 percent it's true goddamn good pick good yeah. pick Garrick. you'll never catch me out in the country ever what's your shit. honorable mentions pick my friend uh my honorable mentions is going to be a quiet place oh good pick good pick very good, good pick. Pick. Great pick. <laughs> yeah very good pick yeah, why do you valid pick, that, pick my valid pick valid why do you pick that uh, honestly, like it, it was, it's it's just a again another rec- sort of revolutionary film. Like it, it is essentially a silent horror film. Like the audio was used with so sparingly and with such purpose that like there is just this incredible sense of tension anytime anything happens in that film. Like it because it is so deliberately quiet. The whole time, be, the, because you know if a sound is gonna make like gonna be made that like shit's gonna go down, you find yourself like sitting there trying to like be quiet too, and so like whenever something like does happen that like breaks that silence, it's so jarring, like it's so like emotionally like 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 abrupt because you're like ah fuck like what's it like like it, because you know that something because the I think the, the worst part about it is like. It's not it's not when the sound occurs. It's the fact that you know that after the sound occurs, something is gonna happen, but you can't predict when yeah, it's that reaction is going yeah, to like there's it. like there's like there's like the sound and then there's just like X period of time where it's silent again, but you know it's not gonna stay that way. Yep. And Very like it's so. like it's like it's that it's that incredible break in tension and then like an immense build up to like an incredible scare like it, it's so unique i loved its presentation i like it good choice dude good choice boys i'm going to rescind my alien comment because i feel like that there's something that should could potentially be on this list and i don't think quite makes it because of what it is but i would like to pitch you guys the hit movie signs hey I, this was actually this was another one i was considering Mm-hmm. So mm. I think this movie did a incredible job of one writing because this was Shyamalan and it's fucking prime. Right. Uh, well, with the direction, uh, the uh, the way things piece together using what you were talking about with tension and suspense and never letting us actually see the culprit of what was going on until the end of the fucking movie. Um, <clears throat> I think that the way that they use horror in this movie is. incredibly creative in how they use the emptiness of everything and like the concept of like the being on a farm right and like how that emptiness of living out on like a farm by yourself with your family um is put together right i i think that having an alien take on that has it become something a little bit more than what it is Right. And I know that like even Jagger and chat says like, uh, like I think science is worse than the ring in my opinion. Uh, And like, I can see where the argument could be at for that. 
I think that Signs did something that was super interesting in its concept for being an alien movie that in my rescinding aliens or alien, excuse me, um, I feel that it has a place above that because of it being a very fun and original and well, like creatively written alien context, right? Where alien felt like, okay, well, the monster's here. And, you know, we had seen that at the time, like a, a good handful of good, like antagonists that could have been like filled in that role there. Um, I mean, like the argument could even be made for Predator, but that, you know, I didn't put that on here because that movie is way more of an action movie and it is just like a like, like a creature feature. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, I think Signs didn't do a creature feature and that's what made it good. Eh, I didn't like that movie personally. I loved it. I love Signs. No. I, I I would have been better with Alien. That's just me. DJ, have you seen? It's an honorable mention. DJ, I know. I know. <laughs> no, I've not seen. I did <laughs> not saw the sign. You see, young for signs. All right, boys, let's rank yeah. our top ten very very quickly. What is going to be number ten? Ooh, what is the worst 10? of the best? Worst of the best. Uh, I'm gonna put twenty eight days later. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. Actually, no, 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 no. Evil Dead 2013. Yeah, that was going to be, I would say, Evil Dead 2013. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Fair. All right. Sounds good. We'll put that here. All right. And then number nine. What we think? Um. I think The Shining. You think The Shining? Shining is number mm. nine. Either the no, shining I, or I the hold ritual. that. I hold that. Uh, I hold that. I, I'd say the ritual. I think the shining deserves a higher spot. Yeah, the ritual. The ritual is like it's a it's lesser known. It's less. It's not as iconic. Okay. I can go mm -hmm. more. Okay. I like it. I like it. About there. Number eight, gentlemen. Twenty eight days later. Yeah. Twenty eight days later. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. I am outvoted there. Let's go ahead and put that here. Number seven. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Um The Exorcist or the Thing? I I think I think the or... thing. I think the thing. I think the thing's more horrifying than the conjuring, honestly. The Conjuring is way more like wildly accepted as something that's scarier than the thing. That yeah, I, but I also think that The Exorcist is more scary than The Shining. You're outvoted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you what do you guys want there? Um, I, th I my vote's the thing. Yeah. Is this a seven? Seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, the thing. DJ. Uh, yeah, I see the thing at seven. OK, all right. We can argue about it later, you know. I've <laughs> <laughs> got some balls for being horrified. About no, no, here, here's here's the thing. These are all still our top 10 horror movies. There are so many more movies I had on my list. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I want. Oh, to yeah. Put in, I'm like, sure our personal dude. top 10 wildly different oh dude yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to put in things like let the right one in like there's there's a whole bunch more that Amity I oh, yeah, dude, horror. The, fucking, the strangers is on my list mm, like yeah mm, there's, a, there's a lot of good ones man okay number six mm, it yeah it it's like it's on the precipice the top five 
Oh, man. I think, yeah, I feel like you guys are giving The Shining more credit than it deserves. <laughs> All right. It Dude, there, there are some, there's such, there's some such potent scenes in The Shining, though. Wait, Juon's above, above games. it. No. Juon's yes. above it. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, my, my next pick was actually going to be The Shining for number five. Number five, DJ. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I just, I just, think just because it's, I it needs to be in the top five. Like, but I don't think it's above the other movies. It's yet. not. It's not scarier but, than these other movies. Like, period. yeah, it's not no, scary. Right. That's uh, one thing. But just how iconic it is, like as a film, yeah. like a whole film. Like, I think it's that, it's great. The the twins. And the blood hallway, the blood are, hallway. Two, are two of the most iconic scenes in horror ever. Sure. The yeah. The lady yeah. in the bathtub. Like, there's so yeah. many, like, there's so many scenes that are just like, what the fuck in that? It movie. had a whole, like, 10 minute part in Ready Player One. <laughs> Shut, Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Number four. Oh, man. So this is this. This is when it gets. So what hard. do we have? So what do we have left? We've got. Hereditary. Hereditary. The Conjuring. The Conjuring the Exorcist and Juwan. This is when it gets hard. I think mm. The Exorcist is number four. I I, I, I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Now here's the thing. I think this list is done. That's just my opinion. I think this ranking is done. <laughs> Actually, I I could concede this to that. Is my, this is my opinion. I think that yeah. this this is where it ends. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have GK's official top 10 horror movies of all time so far. Uh, number 10, Evil Dead 2013. Number 9, The Ritual. Number 8, 28 Days Later. Number 7, The Thing. Number 6, It from 2017, <clears throat> the remake. Uh, number 5, The Shining. Number 4, The Exorcist. Number 3, Juon. Number 2, The Conjuring. And number 1, Hereditary. Um, mean, mean green in the chat. All these aren't even scary. Look, just because you got a big dick, got a badass. That's over a, here. I know. Fucking, <laughs> you want a fucking cookie? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not. It's you, not man. based on on. It's not just based on scariness. Like, yeah, not yeah. It's not. It's not based on yeah. scariness. It's based on you know a lot of different categories between being scary, being well written, all that good stuff. If you guys don't like our list, make your own fucking list. Anyways, <laughs> we have patrols. Yeah, make your own list. Yeah, do, do, your, do your own goddamn list. All right, and our schedule for next patrol week. Patrol show is the scariest. <laughs> our schedule for next week. Uh, we have Tuesday another good cracking podcast. What makes a good horror game? Is what we're going to be talking about uh, that week. It's going to be a fun conversation. It'll be me and Devin and Garrick. We'll be here for a good time for you guys. And then next Wednesday, another Ocean Shrine story time. We're going to be playing <laughs> Visage. <laughs> and I don't want to. <laughs> but I'm going to do it for you guys. I'm playing Visage for the first time. Uh, that's that uh, be you guys can come in and harass me if you want to. But uh, I'm not. I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wear an adult diaper for that one. And then next Thursday, <laughs> we have the Shipwreck Show live. Uh, you guys can come in if you're part of our Discord or if you're a Twitch subscriber. Excuse me. Uh, you can join our Discord and do uh, what we have a little channel in there called the Shipwreck Submission section uh, where you guys can uh, go ahead and 
in right into the show, right in some questions that you guys want to talk about. It is Cracktoberfest, so if you'd like to put in some spoopy questions for us and some scary horror spoopy. stuff, uh, drop spoopy those instead. We like we like to hear from you guys on some of that stuff. Uh, then next Friday, we have another Splash Damage multiplayer gameplay stream. Uh, we were going to be playing, the guys are going to be playing here, these three, uh, Aliens, Fireteam, Elite. That's a game that came out a little while back. Finally hit uh, Xbox Game Pass, and these guys are gonna be killing some xenomorphs. Let's fucking go, boys! I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be uh, sure. checking that out, I'm watching that from afar. I love you guys. That's gonna be a fucking good time. And then mm-hmm. uh, all the that content is gonna be 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. And then finally on Saturday, next Saturday, we have Good Cracking Podcast at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, where we're gonna be doing our review of She-Hulk finales next week, boys. Uh, next week. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, it's yeah. That good. last episode, I actually enjoyed it. Goddamn, a lot. Be fun, man. I know it was a good yeah. episode. Dude. It was a fucking good episode. Uh, please, guys, let us know uh, what your top ten horror movies are in the comments below. All you guys in chat, let us know. Let us know. Talk about it. Put it in the comments below. Put it on Twitter. Put it in our Discord. Uh, let us know what your guys' favorite horror movies of all time are. We like to hear from you guys because this has been movie. the good Kraken podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7pm and Saturdays at 12pm right here at twitch.tv slash good Kraken show if you're on this wave you can head on over to our discord channel where you can submit questions and topics you can get exclusive show content and you can get early access you. to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea Yark. 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 You can also support us Yark. by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We got to get going on out of here, everybody. But until next time, my friends. Sorry, <gasps> <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> Puerto Rico. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. <laughs>